What did you just say? I said right in my breathing air. Me? Yeah. Whatever. Yes. Then go home. We had to switch spots. Cause my the cord won't reach. I hope it's like hope it can hear us. You're gonna have to speak up. Oh, so what are we doing? I don't know. I'll let you know. I thought you were doing um Marilyn Monroe. Are we ready for that? Are you? <laughs> are you? I'm ready. I feel like you're not. Alright, fine. Oh, don't play that shit on me. Fine, let me go get the notebook. There's something else I wanted to say, but now I can't remember. Would you rather be a worm or dirt? Dirt. But you're aware that you're dirt. Sure. Conscious. That's fine. Get eaten. You get eaten by the worm, too. Yeah. Worms eat dirt. Dirt eats worms. Worms. Dirt eats worms. Eats birds. It's like rock, paper, scissors. Alright. Yes? It's the birds. Oh. oh, my bad. My bad, my bad. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Did you say everybody? <laughs> everybody. Everybody. Oh, got you. Okay. Let me start over. Look at his face. He's judging you. When he's comfortable, he needs to be the center of attention. Mm -hmm. Not me. No, definitely not a Leo thing at all. Couldn't be me. Definitely isn't me. I know. We're sitting really close. It's because of the computer. Because <laughs> I have to. I don't want it to not pick you up because you already talk low. I already have to go into your the spaces where you talk. Really? And, and bump it up a lot of times because you mumble. Oh, so I'm shit. trying to get the computer as close to you. All right. I'll I try and talk louder. Is that? Is that? <laughs> I know. It's a problem. Um. All right. Marilyn Monroe? Oh, for real, for real life! life. <laughs> I'll leave off again? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a Where's chore. It is this time. <gasps> it's up the door. It's up there, baby. It's Look. up north. Four. Baby. Leo, it's up top. It's on the chair. At the top. We get up there. His own Mount Everest, if you will. Oh my gosh, shut up. So we're climbing Mount Everest. 2023. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where's this guy? <gasps> no way. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that laugh. Again. Am I rubbing your foot? No, it's Elmo. <laughs> okay, that's a fake laugh. Oh, so, um, in Asheville, we went to a bar kind of area, but it's also like a, a bookstore. Hmm, not. Yeah, it was pretty cool. All the, like, the books that they had, they were like, 
literature. Yeah. I like literature. Or like. Uh, a lot of history and then there was like you know like the artsy books like the like reading on art Mm -hmm. so artsy place yes sir so i didn't get a book there i see but i almost did so yeah like in the middle our table Mm -hmm. for people to sit this looks like it was actually this looks spacious but it was very tight yeah in there I would have been uncomfortable people constantly walking by me while I was eating. Yeah. How was how was your trip overall? What would you rate it? Compared to other trips? That's hard because Saturday a ten. Mm-hmm. There were other days a six. It was really yeah. It was nice because obviously I didn't have to work. I got to actually like. This sounds so lame, but like lay down and just sit on my phone. That's very lame. It is, but it was so nice to not have to do anything. Yeah, that's what I did this weekend. I didn't have to talk to anybody. Huh? I said that's what I did this weekend. Yeah? Yeah. This is the Biltmore um, Library. Me? Yeah. Upstairs, right there. That's crazy. The staircase is right there. Is there any ghosts? Not that I saw. Yeah. Oh, they had a Christmas trees and stuff. Oh, they had sixty-seven Christmas trees in the house. They should have done sixty-nine. Look how tiny the bits. <laughs> that wouldn't even fit us. Dude, it's a, it's like literally a full size, and that's it. That's literally the size of my bed. That does not look like your bed. That looks so smaller. It looks so much shorter than your bed. See, it is very small. Where's the... Mm, I took the picture of the men's, I think, too. No, I the men's? Yeah, so, like, that was the wife's room. Mm-hmm. The husband's room was across the way. Mm. And they said that the re- main reason why they had separate rooms back then was because people had to help them get dressed. They were constantly changing clothes yeah. for different things. <laughs> um... So they needed help getting dressed, and you wouldn't allow your, your like, say I'm the husband, your servant, see your wife naked. Speak for yourself. Oh, but um, this area, let me show you the house. So this area was my favorite right mm-hmm. here. That's what I posted online. That room. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite room. That is cool. I didn't see that. So cool. I didn't see your post. Well, at night, we got a separate tour, and we got to go on top, and I was right beside it. It was so cool. That is cool. Yeah. And then this was the grand hall, like, where they ate and stuff. Imagine eating there. Seven foot, or not seven foot, seven story high ceiling. Jeez. I don't understand how that's seven stories, but that's what they said. Seven stories. Um, and then we got at the, the night tour, which we were like VIPs or whatever. Um, we got to go in front of that fireplace. That's crazy. That was, that's roped off for other people, but we got to be right there. Nice. And then that was him. Oh, it's just like me. With a mustache, yeah. All right. <laughs>
Stop. Did you see my post? Yeah. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that. That was it at night. Ooh, let's get married there. Dude, I wonder if people do get married there. I bet it cost a billion dollars. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, he has, um, like, a whole garden section. This was us looking at the house from the garden. Mm -hmm. And they also had the, um, conservatory. Mm -hmm. That was in the conservatory. Yeah, it's huge. And this that conservatory is so large. I didn't even realize I had a downstairs. Apparently, we missed that. I don't know. But yeah, it's um massive. Like, look at the people next to it. Yeah. Can you imagine? Two hundred and fifty rooms. And yeah, I still feel so alone. Yeah. Um, the staircase, that area. Mm -hmm. I love that area too. Mm -hmm. nice. That's the staircase, and it has a 55 foot chandelier. Imagine coming down that staircase in your ball gown. Everyone looks at you. Hello, yes, it is me. They have a bowling alley. What the fuck? It's like, I think it was like the first home ever to have a bowling alley in it. This was the pool. <laughs> Creepy as fuck. All right, let me just tell you how creepy that looks like a subway station, right? And then there's ropes, and they have those because back then not a lot of people knew how to swim, because not a lot of people had pools, and that pool isn't functioning anymore because I guess one year they filled it up. I don't know how recent. I don't remember. Um, went to bed and woke up and there was no more water, <laughs> so they found out it was leaking. Gotcha. It was, um, crazy. it was huge. How did anyone even go about making I, that? Where do you start? Imagine starting that project. Like, I think, I can't remember how long it, they said it, it took. But this is, this is pretty cool. So the only reason I took a picture of the bathroom was because um, the, with so many rooms in the house, you don't want to like open a bedroom door and like, think it's the bathroom kind of thing mm -hmm. so what they did is they had these slabs of marble as the bottom of the door right like the threshold mm -hmm. so that way people knew okay this is a bathroom i see isn't that cool that's very smart idea that's why they started doing separate floors for the bathroom versus the i don't know i just made that up oh. is that the therapy room this was um no this was the room that, um, what I think the daughter of the guy who built it, she decided to birth her child in this room because that is a French doors and a window seat. So that's her birthing station? Yeah. That was her. I think that was like one of the most popular rooms in the house. Like, it was a guest room, and then it was made popular by her because she chose to have her child in it. And they said they think it's because she had this area. She was, like, bedridden mm -hmm. when you get birth, so she chose that room. Mm. Interesting. And I don't know if you could tell, but there's a plat um, like a, a plastic wall in front of the actual wall. 
so um, people can't touch all the shit on yeah like everything's like that's crazy yeah because the walls are like it's not like normal wallpaper it's like cloth I kept saying to my mom, could you imagine rolling up in a carriage and being like, oh, home, we're home. It doesn't make sense to me. How many people live there? Like, in its prime? Six? Um, like, officially? So, he, um, George Vanderbilt was single when he built it. Mm-hmm. So, and one. Then, and then, huh? So, one person. Well, he built it as a family home so he could have all his family come yeah. to one area and be able to house all his family. So I think it was two two or three years after he, the house was finished, he married his wife and they had one daughter. I would marry him. That's why I said, like, smash. Like, even if he was ugly, I would smash for that house. Come on now. Yeah, I would smash. I don't care. You don't even ever have to see him again. Literally. <laughs> Dude, I would have gotten lost in that house. Yeah. I was like, I'd that's be, one I would the, be creeped out though. Dude, that was one of the first things that I thought of like when touring the house. I was like, hide and seek here would be dope. There's so many rooms. It's oh, and I would get lost. I would not, I would like be sitting there all day waiting to be found. So yeah. I'd be like, mm, okay. I guess they're not coming anymore. That happened one time when I peed my pants. And they had dumb waiters. Dummy? Yeah. Dumb. No. Yes. Dump. Yes. I think that's what it's called. But they had an electric one and the old school pool one. Interesting. Yeah. But it was cool. I enjoyed it. My yeah. mom enjoyed it. It was her bucket list item. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> what? <A> speed. <coughs> I didn't want to cough on you. My breathing Mama. All right, so tell me about this Marilyn Manson. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I kind of wrote it out of order, so I gotta figure out where I'm supposed to start. I love how we've got already 21 minutes in and we haven't said anything. Yeah, we talked about the boat more. They couldn't see the pictures though. <laughs> You're like, this is the room uh, that I liked. Oh uh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Let's okay. stop it and start it over now. No, no. All right. It's it. You're like, it's fine. You'll edit it later. I'm sorry. Do you want to kiss it at it? Sure. Okay, let's do it. All right. <laughs> Ready? Don't look. <laughs> okay. Let me guess, she dies in the end. In fact, that's not the case. Oh, okay. In the end, what happens to her is... You never find out. Because I oh. <laughs> Great. Okay. All right. All right, so I'm just going to start with a little bit of her backstory. Yeah, thank you. For those who don't know that much about her, which I think a lot of people know this generally. Okay, anyway. So, Marilyn Monroe was born Norma Jean Mortensen. Didn't know that. Yeah. And um, she was placed in many foster homes and an orphanage. She had no contact with her father, and her mother spent most of her time in a psychiatric facility, so she really was never around her mother. Because of that, Marilyn slash Norma Jean at the time was terribly scared to grow up to be like her mother, and she also wanted to be an actress from a very young age. She loved films and put a lot of time and effort into acting, and of course this eventually paid off. 
Okay, she wanted to be an actress. She used to like to go to the films, to the pictures, if you will, and watch them. And she was like, I'm gonna be an actress. She took classes, and there was this guy that lived in New York that trained her and all this stuff. And she like genuinely wanted to be a good actress. Like she became the sex symbol that she is, but she really wanted to be an actress. So after three failed marriages, Damn. 29 films, a trip to the psychiatric facility, <laughs> and a plethora, is the a word I use, plethora? plethora of iconic images, audio recordings, and performances later, Marilyn Monroe was found dead on August 5th, 1962, at the age of 36. Her death was officially ruled a suicide, but there was much spe speculation <laughs> regarding her cause of death due to her high-profile connections, certain uncanny evidence, and a loose timeline of events. So anyway, what's interesting <laughs> is that your case, whenever you did John Bonet, mm -hmm. was born on your birthday. Mm -hmm. Marilyn was found on my birthday. Really? Dead. Yeah. August 5th? Yeah. But she died apparently on the 4th, like, late that night, and she was found in the morning of the 5th. Allegedly. Alright. Now that I've got you started, let's go into the official story. So, Marilyn Monroe's body was found completely nude in her bed at her Los Angeles home. There was a telephone receiver clutched in one hand and pill bottles throughout the room, including on her bedside table. According to the original story told by her housekeeper, Eunice Murray, and her psychiatrist, Dr. Greenson, Murray had noticed that Marilyn's bedroom light was still on at around midnight on August 5th. Um, she attempted to enter the room, but had no luck. It was locked. And this is when she called Greenson and asked him to come to the house. And this is where he broke through the window and discovered her body, as previously mentioned, on the bed, laying face down um, with the phone off the hook. Uh, so then, at this point, allegedly, don't cheat, they called Marilyn's physician, Dr. Dr. Engelberg, uh, who arrived to the scene and pronounced her dead. And it wasn't until 4.20 in the morning when the police were called. And originally she had claimed to have found her body at midnight. Uh, so that's when things start to get weird, if they weren't already weird. Uh, so an autopsy was done on Marilyn's body, proving that there were narcotic substances in her body, which is what they uh, say killed her was an overdose of chloral hydrate and nimbutol, um, two medications that were legal to be prescribed, but really dangerous to mix. Um, especially in the doses that she was found. However, there were no traces of pill residue in her stomach, so it can be definitively determined that the medications were not taken or given orally. Rather, they were done via injection or enema. Uh, so Mar uh, Marilyn Monroe did have a history of administering enemas uh, for her medications and her sleeping pills and all the medications that she was on but Jeez. there was no conclusive facts regarding how the chloral hydrate and nimbutol entered her body and no no needle marks were ever detected though they are very difficult to find and they weren't i suppose really looking for them uh furthermore the autopsy revealed that 
Marilyn's body had shown signs of dual lividity. Mommy. So this occurs whenever blood pools on two sides of the body within a certain period of time after her death. So that was that indicated that her body had been moved from one site to another. So she was found laying on her stomach, so it indicates she was probably laying on her back when she initially died and someone rolled her over. Um, in Marilyn's case, oh, that's what I just said. These strange facts being said, let me refer back to the previous point. Originally, Eunice Murray, the housekeeper, claimed to have discovered Monroe around midnight on August 5th. However, her story quickly changed, claiming she had actually found the body at around 3.30 in the morning, leaving only about an hour between the discovery and contacting the police. Uh, this was much less suspicious. Now, before we get into that, I must bring up the Kennedys. Marilyn is famously known for seductively singing happy birthday to the president, John F. Kennedy, just months before her death. It's also pretty well known that Monroe was closely connected to the president and his brother, Robert Bobby Kennedy, the attorney general, and had illicit affairs with both men. Side note is that this is my opinion, um, that these men were both, in fact, using and manipulating Marilyn because she was beautiful and famous. And in doing, <laughs> in meeting with her and spending time with her, <laughs> they shared many government secrets. Um, they discussed nuclear weapons with her. And um, that was their fault. That was on them. They just kind of told her a bunch of stuff because, and she discussed that with them, in my opinion, because she wanted to sound smart and be like part of the crowd. Yeah. Especially because she was really being typecast as that mm -hmm. um, in a lot of the work, pretty much everything she did and how she was portrayed. So she wanted to, to impress them and she wanted to sound smart and that's what they like talking about, so that's what she talked about. So shortly before Berlin's death, Bobby announced to her briefly that they could no longer see each other and he and JFK cut off all communication with Marilyn very abruptly, most likely because they realized how dangerous their actions could be. Marilyn was devastated and pissed. Could this be why she killed herself? Maybe. Could it be enough for the Kennedys to get rid of her? Question mark. Now, these are the facts. For the most part, pretty indisputable, although not necessarily explainable. The rest of the evidence moving forward is either theory, speculation, or word of mouth slash eyewitness account. According, according <laughs> To Eunice Murray and neighbors, Bobby, and this is later on down the road, this wasn't the night the police were there, but she was interviewed later and also neighbors came forward and said that Bobby Kennedy was there the night of Marilyn's death on August 4th. Um, allegedly, they had gotten into an argument because Marilyn was feeling used and hurt by the Kennedy's behavior. And supposedly, her home had been wiretapped, and there are recordings of Bobby asking Marilyn for her diary, which was filled with all the secret government details that Marilyn had threatened to release in response to the brother's abandonment. Um, according to this theory, this is why Bobby came to the house, and either Marilyn was killed by Bobby Kennedy himself, and or which is probably not likely, or she might have killed herself because of what happened and the argument that took place between them. Also somewhere in the middle of those theories is the theory that the Kennedys arranged for Marilyn to be killed and that everyone involved was forced or bribed to comply. So 
something that's very suspicious is that there it are certain people who say that there was an ambulance called to the scene that day and certain people that say not so there was an the ambulance company that was serving that area of Los Angeles at the time was Schaefer Ambulance Services. And so, uh, according to ambulance driver James Hall, he and his partner Murray Lebowitz arrived to the scene of Maryland, not dead, but in a drug-induced coma. There are two stories. That's all I have written down. But I know what happens next. So, there are two stories regarding what happened after this. The first story, which is James Hall, the ambulance driver's story, says that someone showed up to Marilyn's house with the doctor bag, uh, allegedly or supposedly Dr. Um, Greenson, which is her psychiatrist, and they were trying to resuscitate her. She was still alive, and he was like, move aside, and stuck her with a needle, uh, which they supposed to be um, adrenaline into her chest but he said it was a brown liquid which could have been the nimbutal and adrenaline is clear but that's i mean that's not a huge fact or detail to remember because this isn't something that he told at the time he told this story many years later um and said that someone stuck her in the chest with this needle did it incorrectly and basically killed her right there on the spot and again there was no um signs that she had any needle marks on her but again it would be really hard to detect that and the other ambulance driver Lebowitz or Lebowitz I can't remember how it's pronounced moved away changed his name and his identity and whenever they finally found him years later he was like I don't want to talk about this anymore and he's never like commented on it or given any story. And there's other things like that, like where the housekeeper or, or neighbors will come forward and they're just, they're like on their deathbed and they're like, well, you know, I'm tired of hiding this. There's no point in hiding this anymore. And then they give these details and it's, you know, it could, what, what do they have to lose at that point if they're like about to die? Similarly, Schaefer Ambulance Services denied that driver ever having worked for them the one james hall and yet some people like researchers or investigators or whatever went back and looked and there was a picture of him the same guy in the newspaper for being you know at a scene of some type of accident and like financial records said that he was on the payroll at that time so there were records saying he was in fact employed at that time they said that another man was i guess on duty that night and would have been the one called but they found out that that man wasn't even hired until five ten years later the one that they claimed was would have been there so that was a straight up lie uh, so why would they tell that lie? I don't know other than to cover something up. Now the second story um, in regards to the ambulance is that she was still alive when they got there and they she got in the ambulance and basically died on the way to the hospital somehow. I don't really know the full depth of that story because the only person who says that, excuse me, or the only person that 
in my research I really found that was backing that story up was the owners of that company the ambulance company who all already just lied about the other stuff so I don't know how true that is and in addition to this so the diary is a big part of it because apparently she was writing a bunch of stuff down that the Kennedys were telling her okay and then she was dead is that it so oh her diary there's a lot of speculation about her diary one that one that her doctors and housekeeper were actually the ones conspiring to kill her because they were part of the communist party and they wanted to get her diary to get one over on the kennedys or whoever and while that's plausible or possible i don't think it's plausible i don't think it really happened like they killed her to get her diary because they didn't get her diary like they didn't try to really get her diary after she died it was just like a theory of like why they could have lied about it so is that enough information to give you some insight onto what the events and goings-ons what do you think happened to Norma Jean? She was killed. Who do you think killed her? The Kennedys. Yeah. This is, okay, you want to hear my speculation? Yeah. I think the Kennedys killed her, had her killed. I think Bobby Kennedy came there that day and was like, you better, like, shut the fuck up, give me the diary, and we're going to destroy it. And she was like, no, you, like, used me and just, like, threw me aside and like what the fuck and they realized she was not gonna stop and there was no other way to stop her without giving her what she wanted basically and so they had her killed and I think they're so powerful and rich and so popular and everything at the time they were able to coerce or force somehow all of these people involved her housekeeper doctors neighbors friends everyone who possibly could have been there or around there the ambulance services the helicopter services that may have brought them there um to go along with this story and set things up to look like she killed herself mm-hmm. that's what i think happened yeah Easily. Money talks and fear talks. Yeah. I think it was more fear than money. Because she had... Um, now, I don't know if the ambulance driver's story is true. And if that... And he was able... But he was able to, like, um, like, identify all of the people that, like, were there or allegedly there. And he also... They put him into, like, a state of hypnosis and he was able to describe the floor plan of her guest house or something like that uh, where she he claims that she died and then they moved her to her bedroom so which makes sense it would make sense if she was laying on the, her back and everything like that that does but would her dog I don't know if her psychiatrist would have killed her on purpose like yeah fear talks but that's a big thing to ask someone who knows like he knew her very personally like it wasn't just she would go to his house and hang out with his family and he would come to her house and stuff do i think he killed her i don't know maybe the ambulance driver killed her <laughs> why would he kill her maybe he was in on it but 
He was trying oh, to kind yeah. of clear his conscience. It was definitely the Kennedys. Yeah. That's what I think. But every time they look back into it... Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy. I think JFK had to do it, too. He just couldn't even be bothered to go and try and... I feel like he <laughs> agreed. Yeah. With it. Yeah, for sure. I think he knew about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you so think... Who, where, where is the diary? They eventually gave it over to police. Oh, something else I forgot. Excuse me. They had some type of... I didn't write this down, so I don't exactly remember. And I'd only seen it in, like, one or two places. But they had some type of evidence that they were going to study at a lab at UCLA. And it just mysteriously went missing. Which is a little suspicious about Dr. Greenson because he also was a... He was a excuse me, employee of UCLA. So he would have had access to stuff like that. Who was going to study? Some type of evidence. Some type of, like, scientific evidence. I don't remember what it was. Who was doing... Wait. It was, like, it was at a lab in UCLA. They were going to who? do a study. Who's I don't saying? know. The scientist. The, the lab. And this info was in her diary? No, that, this is aside from the diary. It was from the crime scene. Something from the crime scene. Okay, that's where I was like, what are you talking about? No, I wasn't talking about there. Sorry. Something from the crime scene was taken. To be studied, Mm -hmm. and it disappeared. Yes. But I can't remember what it was. But they eventually handed the diary over to police, I guess, and they just kept it. So if they're able to test for medication residue in your stomach why can't they test for medication residue in your in your asshole i don't know that's what i wonder too like did they ever look at her asshole because (laughs) (laughs) apparently was a great looking asshole yeah i'm sure it was apparently gonna haunt us yeah i mean norma jean norma jean I don't think they had a lot of time to, like, look at her body and stuff. I don't know. Why? What do you mean? I don't remember. And I don't know if I'm getting her case confused with someone else's. Hold on, let me see. Why didn't they inspect Marilyn Rose's anus? And some reports said that she had bruises on her body, but I don't know how true that is. Hmm. So, have you heard the, or seen the Netflix special on it? On oh, Marilyn? The tapes? Yeah. What, what's in that? It's interviews with people that knew her at the time, and I don't know exactly. Like, does it give it. you anything, like, to think about? Not really more than what I just said. I feel as if not that much. I feel as if if it. I mean, if it is covered up, wh- who could cover something up better? So I think that's why there are so little details, and why every time they kind of look into it, they don't really look into it, and they're just like, okay, it's a she killed herself. Mm-hmm. Even if she did kill herself, I think it's still related to them. I think it's because of. Yeah, if she killed herself, it's because of them. Yeah. Well, this photo, if it's accurate, proves the other ambulance story. Mommy. 
Because that's her being wheeled out in a body Hi. bag. Short well, podcast we'll tonight. never know what happened <laughs> to Marilyn Monroe. No, she'll tell us when we die. Think? Yeah. I have to believe that or I'll go crazy. I will, when I die, I will know everything. That feels very religious of you. Mommy? No. Mommy? Just spiritual. Mommy. Like, I will Mommy. meet them spiritually. Mommy. And I'll be like, yo, who killed you? So wait, where are you gonna go? I don't know. 